The last time we seen you, Lyra, was in a, and it's no shade on Sligo at all, but it was a cold, miserable end of March. And then the last time we seen you was the spectacular sunshine of electric picnic, chalk and cheese. I mean, the experience was, was absolutely unbelievable and the snacks were even better. I even managed to get off stage and had two toasted cheese and onion ham, uh, sandwiches waiting for me. So it's a winner winner for me. And was that a like pre-concert request or did that just happen? I think my sister was like, if she doesn't eat when she gets off that stage, she's going to faint and I need her to party central with me. So I'm getting a bit of soakage in her. So she got them and they were there. She's like, get those in you now. I was like, okay. I don't know why I'm so impressed by ham and cheese sandwiches at a festival. It's because I haven't seen, or toasties were there sandwiches? They were toasties, yeah. Of course, toasties. Because I did not see one ham and cheese toastie the entire weekend. So I don't know why I'm utterly impressed by that, but I am. I love a good old toasted sandwich. I mean, you can't bait them. I feel like we can bond over this because now I am not in any way used to getting up on stage and performing. But on a night out, I am definitely the girl in the group who's like, when's the chipper? When are we getting food? When are we getting fed? Like, I can't go home without food. So you're saying post-performance, grub is the main thing. Grub is the thing for me. Because like, before I go on stage, I'm so nervous. I don't eat anything. And then when I'm on stage, I'm like going hell for leather. So then when I come off, I'm like, I'm starving. You do burn up so much energy just even from looking at you commanding a stage as big as Electric Picnic or if it's as small as the Garvogue and Sligo, you command that stage and you work that stage. Do you track your steps? Are you conscious of your movements? Of course you are, but how do you command (laughs) big stages, small stages and give them both the same massive energy? I should literally get like a bejazzled like Fitbit or something like that and like wear it on stage and just see what's happening. Um... You know what, for me, a stage is a stage at the end of the day, whether I'm performing to 10 people, 10,000 people, or however many. I just always want whoever is there who is, like, parted with hard-earned money to come see me, I want them to get the exact same experience they would, no matter where they saw me. So it's that's very important for me. And, you know, as an artist, I love performing. So when I get on stage, I'm always going to give it everything regardless of where I am, because I just love it so much. I have so much fun. Your new song, Lovers, that did make it into your set at Electric Picnic, I believe. I didn't make it to EP myself, but I've seen the social media footage of it. Talk to us a little bit about the difference between the nerves in officially releasing a song and putting it out that way and the nerves you might feel when you're actually getting to perform that song live to a reactive audience for the first time. Well, Lovers at EP was different because she actually got a little bit of an outfit change. Like when I originally wrote Lovers, I wrote her like at home on my iPad. Like I do most of my songs, like I start them there and it was very much more romantic and a bit more swung and a bit more like, I don't know. She wasn't much of like a bang, bang tune. And then I was like, you know what? Love can also be like a banger as opposed to just being like a sad song. So she got a revisit. And I think that was the second time I've ever sang her where she had um, been pumped up a bit. So it was really good fun to see people's faces and they were all dancing. And sure, nobody knew because it, it was like brand new. And um, they were still dancing along, which you kind of always know you're on the right track with that. So it was amazing to see the reaction coming like firsthand from the people and their eyeballs and their dancing feet. It's only something I've picked up on recently 
and maybe it is only a recent thing, you referring to your songs as she and feminine know, in yeah. nature. What it, in the name of God's wrong with I do. I'm like, she's out, she's around, and everyone's like, who? And I'm like, my bloody song. <laughs> I think it's just because they're like extended versions of me because like all my songs are so personable. And is that the word, personable? I think it is. Is it? Well, it is now. Um, so like, they're all about me. I know that sounds like so up my own arse, but like they're all about my life, my relationships, my family, my friends, you know, my ups, my downs. So I suppose in my mind, when I see them, I just see them as like a little me. Mm. Because men will be able to empathize with this potentially more than women. But we name our cars. Oh, she's a lovely oak. Um, we put we put names on them. Why wouldn't you, as an artist, pour in your heart and soul into a song? Not be able to go. She's out now. Look at her go. Look at her there in the Look main stage. Yeah, it's like their first day at school, putting them out into the world. You hope people like them and they do well. <laughs> I think that maybe feeds into what I would describe your music as as being so relatable. Like you did say, it's personable as well, and it absolutely is, and personal to you. And maybe the fact that it's so relatable and so many of your songs are such anthems that's why they've been picked up for you know various TV shows like we've had you on Love Island um, as a diehard Grey's Anatomy fan I mean you were there in season 16 are there any TV shows now that you're like I that's the goal I want to get my song on that soundtrack you know what was so weird if you asked me that like years ago I would have said Grey's Anatomy because like me and my sister love Grey's Anatomy and the songs are always so amazing on it and I always like, oh, wouldn't it be epic now to have a song on this? So that was one massive one. And then I know this sounds so weird, but like I always also wanted to have one on a Guinness ad and and that happened. So I think I'm okay. I'm actually, I'm so happy. I'm so happy with what I've been given. I, I genuinely am. Like, I don't know what else. I'd love to get like a Fifty Shades of Grey movie or something like that. I mean, that would be sexy I'd love something like that but uh, other than that I'm really happy with my lot I really am and you absolutely should be I'm just going to throw it out there and we don't know when the next movie might be coming but like a Lyra Bond theme down the line oh how juicy would that be I mean like that's aiming like way beyond the stars for me like I I would die like I actually done Falling um, with the orchestra and after I sang at rehearsals everyone was like this sounds like a Bond song. And I was like, they can have it. I'll even give it to them for free. I don't care. I just want to be on something cool. I know for a fact you have an amazing Bond pose in you as well, even with just your oh, hands. De- definitely. I'm so extra. I would be like, Bond 50210. <laughs> <laughs> Lyra, it's great to hear you so content because... Anyone who's even close to the music industry knows that this is an industry that will ask questions of you and make you ask uncomfortable, sometimes even needless questions of yourself. Are you still putting Mm. yourself through that? Are you still being put through that? And how are you sitting with that? Well, so I still do go through it, obviously. I don't think it's a thing that's ever going to completely stop. And I think I've just now let myself come to terms with that, that this is just something that is always going to be maybe in the background of my own mind, other people's minds. There's always going to be something. But I think for me personally, I've definitely 
being a lot easier on myself and being a lot kinder to myself. And it's taken a bloody long time. And I wish I got here a lot sooner. But I do have to say, like, even when we're talking about that sink question, like, I am so happy. Like, and I think it's just because I finally, instead of like beating myself up about like, oh, but why didn't I get this? Or why didn't I get that? Or like, why didn't this sell out? Or why didn't I get on that Spotify playlist? Or why I've decided to say, oh my God, how amazing that I have got Grey's Anatomy. How amazing I have got to play it electrically. I've kind of decided to go on the positive side, like celebrate the positive instead of pulling myself down on the negative. And I'm still working on it, guys. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm still working on that part of it. And I feel like this year is the first year that I've actually accepted as well. You know, I've, I've put on weight for me personally. Like at the moment, I am the heaviest I've been. And I know people have messaged me and like, but you're not heavy. I'm like, I know I'm not. And I'm not saying that. And I'm I'm, I'm not going to get into that rigmarole of whole things. But like, I, for, I personally at the moment feel so happy with myself as well. And I've decided to celebrate my body bits that I never had and bits that I use hide a lot. I'm like, I can't wear that because this is out or I can't wear that because they'll see my cellulite or I can't wear that because you'll see the stretch marks on the side of my legs and stuff like that. And I think recently I've I've really been enjoying just being a woman and it's so much more fun in life. It really is. I'm, I'm, I have to say I'm in a very, very good headspace and I'm very glad. I mean, we could have a conversation in two weeks time and I'm like, oh, oh God, help me. I hate everything. But right now I'm enjoying my positive mindset. That is so brilliant to hear. And I know you said, yeah, we're, we're not going to go down that route. But I think it is just so brilliant to hear a woman saying, just enjoying my body. I'm enjoying what it can do. As Dave mentioned with the really energetic performances, like it's class that you can do that um, yeah. and that the appreciation is there. So really, really yeah. thank you for sharing that with us, Lara. Thanks, guys. Well, I do have to say after the performance, I did say after this picnic, I have to get into some form of fitness regime, not for the bodiness, but holy hell, I was blowing smoke when I came off the stage. I was like, <gasps> I was like, if the set has to get longer, I have to get my fitness lung capacity right on up there. I can't imagine you'd have any problem with lung capacity. The way you sing, I thought you'd have some of the hardiest lungs around, but uh, those are I the th- would too. Yeah, and I'm quite surprised. I'm sure the it, it was very hot though, Lyra, in it fairness. Was very hot. It's the heels, it's the moving, like, it's the it's talking in between, it's everything. I just need to get my fitness a bit more so I can really give you an extra, extra special show. Like, I'd love to be go even more than I do on stage. I'd love to be able to be able to give even more energy that I have. But sometimes I have to say to myself, would you just hold back or you will not be able to sing that chorus? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just want to dance. <laughs> Well, Lyra, from an audience perspective, I don't know how they could think that you were holding back, but it's amazing to <laughs> to hear you saying that I was holding back. So we look forward to more energetic performances. Lyra, thank you for sharing with us today. Lovers is out now and God be good to you and God forth. And as Guinness says, good things come to those who wait. And by God, if I waited. So thanks for supporting me, guys. <laughs> Dave and Fanula with Tesco. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on iRadio.